The gun writer, he's an author on Second Amendment stuff. He's chief editor at Second Amendment Foundation. We're going to talk about suspension of gun rights in sensitive areas in a city in New Mexico. And the governor is just way out of line. Shall not infringe is is are the key words here. But Lee Williams joins me now. Hi, Lee. Hi, how are you doing? Doing okay. How are you doing? I couldn't be better. I just got back from three days of getting my battery recharged out at the Second Amendment Foundation's Gun Rights Policy Conference, which was in Phoenix. Awesome. So you were you were close to the battleground where this idiocy is taking place. Yes, I, close enough to smell weirdness. Yeah, because <laughs> it's weird. I mean, wh- wh- where did the people come from who think that now that they're alive... Everything that we've held near and dear to our hearts has to change because they don't like it. Who are yeah, these I have I have no idea, but i got to tell you, I have never in my life seen a, a backlash at a response like this. Really? I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for a while, mm-hmm. and we're used to politicians doing loony things, but, I mean, she just, and she calls it, you know, an emergency orders or a temporary suspension. She suspended the Constitution. She's a governor, suspended the Constitution of the United States. That's the only way you can describe it. Yes. Yes, that she swore to uphold and protect. Um, Yeah, I I hope she's impeached. I hope she does. I hope she's charged criminally. Uh, You can't. You can't just suspend. I mean, uh, the joke was, what is, what's next? Is she going to suspend the Third Amendment? Is she going to start quartering redcoats in people's homes against their will? I, I don't understand why she would even try. There's it's zero chance. It, it, the bottom line here, Lee, if you really put pies and cherries together on the table, you know you're going to get a cherry pie. Okay. Yeah. So she thinks if you put criminals and guns on the table and you take the guns away from law abiding citizens, that the criminals are just going to say, yeah, we're not going to use them anymore either. Yeah, we promise we'll be good, too. Yeah. Uh, And that was the most telling thing that a journalist out there asked her. I mean, asked her point blank, does she think the bad guys are going to put their guns down? And she said no. She knew that only the law-abiding would be impacted by her crazy, zany legislation. Mm-hmm. So that's a field day for the, for the bad guy. She empowered the criminals. And that's, that's what they all do. But they don't see it that way. Why, Lee, do they not see it that way? Why do they think that if they said it, now all of a sudden everybody's going to bow to their greatness and become good citizens? I think I think there's something else going on here. Quite frankly, I think she thought she she should raise her profile a bit. With all you know, you got an octogenarian slow Joe in the White House. There's rumors that other people may be running. Maybe she wanted to cast her lot out there for uh, a cap secretary uh, cabinet position, maybe Veep. So I think she tried to raise her profile. Well, she accomplished that mission but not in a good way. I mean, you've got Ted Lieu out of California and David Hogg, the misguided now Harvard grad, uh, all lambasting her and her decision. Yeah, she, she came across and she came out as a loony. Yeah. And, and that's the tag that is going to haunt her for the rest of her political career. If she has one. And, you know, the best part is she figuratively shot herself in the foot with this with this stupid <laughs> idea. So it's it's kind of ironic what what she's done here, but the second amendment is very very clear. It shall not be infringed and it is for the exact reason 
for people like her who are trying to take our rights away, who are not the enemy, but are the people in charge of the country. They are the reason the Second Amendment exists, because of a government that will try to take a chokehold on the people so that we can fight back. You know, nobody said it better than, than my boss, Alan Gottlieb, who's the uh, founder and executive vice president of the Second Amendment Foundation. He said, and I quote, No governor has the authority to arbitrarily deny constitutional rights, especially on the flimsy argument, this is a public health emergency. Mm-hmm. And I'm damn near ready to get that tattooed on my arm. It's so profound. <laughs> Tattoos are forever, damn it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, I don't know why they push for these restrictive rules. They're stupid everywhere that they happen. We've got, you know, someone in St. Louis. We've got a DA who doesn't want to who doesn't want to prosecute criminals, and yet she acts like gun-bearing, rightfully owning guns. They keep coming up with this argument that sometimes people who rightfully buy a gun do bad things. We should have harsher penalties for them. <laughs> and then we have Hunter Biden. Yeah. I mean, we're fighting uh, issues everywhere. New York's ammunition background check system is not working. That's by design. Okay, they want to slow down ammunition sales. They want to make it as miserable as possible to buy a box of shotgun shells or twenty-two anywhere in New York. That I can understand, okay? But her, uh, Governor Grisham's decision, she's a nut. It is nuts. In this sensitive area, we need to not allow people to... uh, How do you pick an area? Yeah. How how do you just... Pluck out one part of the map. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. So hopefully her career is over. But she got elected somehow. So they must have known she was a special kind of stupid to begin with. And yet they went ahead and elected her. So do you think she'll have the next election too? No, I think she is done. Um, There is no way that anybody with money is going to back her anymore. She's, She's known nationally as that nut in New Mexico. So I think I think her political days are done. She should she should re- go go away gracefully, and uh, and spend more time with your family. As yeah, they say. do that. That's a nice that's a nice sentiment. But I mean, California tried to do something as stupid as this. Private gun gun owners won that battle. Now she's doing it. Gun yep. owners are winning this battle. I mean, when it comes to guns in America, too many of us have them for them to win this war. You know, they say. Uh, there's 100, 150 million out there. I think that's incredibly low. Yeah, especially especially on ARs. You know, maybe two and four. No, I, I'm thinking. You know, eight, eighty percent. You never know, but I, I have yet to see a good poll come out. And gun ownership is a lot bigger than they'll ever than they'll ever admit. And they'll ever find out in one of their ludicrous polls. You know what drives me crazy? I run into people all the time who say, oh, I absolutely agree with you that we should never infringe on gun rights, but we don't need AR-15s. I'm like, you know what? If I want a tank, I should be able to buy one and park it in front of my house. There's, I'm, I'm not a threat to anybody, but yeah. that thing's going to be there in case you become a threat to me. Well, there's these so-called tactical experts. You know, they're going to tell me what kind of gun and how many rounds I can have in the magazine uh, to successfully protect my family. Doesn't really work like that. Been in a couple gunfights, had almost, had ammunition left over after each one. Wasn't penalized in any way. Oh, I hope I didn't lose him. He kind of cut out there. But I'm going to tell you, they say, you don't need 10 shots to take down a deer. I'm like, well, then why do I need 10 shots to take down COVID? You know, I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, man. and there's 
there's, you know, nothing says, uh, the Second Amendment doesn't say anything about hunting, no. okay? It, it's not about hunting. No. It has nothing to do with it. It's to stop an overtly abusive government from treating us to take away our freedoms. That's that's what that's what Second Amendment's about, is to stop and, them. And we're getting close. Yep. Uh, aren't we not? I mean, are we not? It's, it's scarily close to getting yeah. to that. I get that question all the time, all the time, uh, and I think I think they've already started their war. Although, rather than firing on Fort Sumter, they're using lawfare. They're trying to make our life uh, as difficult as possible through litigation. Even though Bruin exists, they ignore Bruin. I like to call these the Bruin tantrum laws that they're passing everywhere in these blue states, knowing full well they're unconstitutional, but also knowing that it's going to cost us our time and our money to litigate against them. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like Obama did with coal factories where they just make the parts unavailable. Therefore, oh, you can keep your gun. We'll just make it impossible for you to fix it if it breaks. And exactly. they're doing that with ammo. They're doing that with other things as well. So they find ways around it. But you know what? We're a pretty ingenuitive crew out here, and people are going to figure out how to make them themselves anyway. So yep. come on with it because we will fight back on this one. Most definitely. All right. Where do people go to learn more about what you write and what you do at the Second Amendment Foundation? They can go to saf.org, or they can go to my website, which is thegunwriter.substack.com. Okay. Check him out, Lee Williams. He is the gun writer, and he is the chief editor at Second Amendment Foundation. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Take care. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye.